It's March 16th. It's Tuesday morning. Have you ever seen something so riveting that you could not get the picture out of your mind's eye? Images can be so powerful that they leave an almost indelible impression on us. We cannot unsee them. Now, such a picture rocked our world when it became public in 2015. It was a picture of a three-year-old boy named Alan Kurdi who was fleeing Syria with his parents when all of them drowned. His body washed up on a Mediterranean beach. Now, before that photo went public, the refugee crisis was spoken about as numbers and statistics. It was an idea. But now, the death of this boy and the photo that captured the true nature of the tragedy changed everything. Nations began to rethink their policy. Some sprang into action. People wept. The need was real. The losses were unimaginable. Now, I hate to think about this picture even to this day. Here's our text for today. Galatians 3.1 You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? Before your very eyes, Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed as crucified. Now, here's what happened. After Paul shared the gospel in Galatia, many people came to faith in Jesus. And the grace of God opened the way for a a new freedom, a new joy. You could say there was a burst of life. Then some Jewish believers infiltrated the ranks of the church, and they laid the burden of the Jewish law on the new Gentile believers, making them think they needed to be circumcised to be faithful to God. Their beautiful place in Christ was replaced by the deep heaviness of legalism. Their joy was gone. When Paul heard about it, he he couldn't believe that the people would abandon the freedom of the gospel to become slaves of the law, a law they could never keep. Paul's letter challenges this forsaking of Jesus and the gospel as a means of salvation. And notice the heart of Paul's argument. Their lives had been changed when they saw Jesus portrayed before them as crucified. The painful, the shameful crucifixion of Jesus, the Son of God, had been forgotten. Now they knew what crucifixion was. They knew the shame of it and the cost of Jesus giving up his life in this way. It was in understanding what Jesus was willing to do to redeem them that that they came to receive grace. And now they've walked away from their faith in Christ. Again, Paul, he could hardly believe it. It seemed like the people had fallen under a spell. How could he shock them out of it? How could he get them to see how foolish they had become? Yes, he returned them to the cross. He remember, he reminded them that they had seen Jesus portrayed on the cross dying for them. Why lead them back to the cross? Well, it was here where they first came to see God's love. Here at the cross, they were released from the grip of the idols that held their hearts. 
Yes, taking pride in obeying the law was, well, yet another idol. And so they needed to remain focused on the cross. It was at the cross where they could see the depth of their sin and the height, the magnitude of God's love. Their new life sprouted from the cross of Jesus. And that's why Paul returned them to that place and that picture. Now we began today thinking about seeing a picture that could change the world by transporting us into a meaning, understanding of a need. The photo of that three-year-old boy did that when people in Europe had been turning a blind eye toward the refugee crisis. And what scripture shows us is that we always need to live in sight of the cross. To remember Jesus and what he did there on our behalf. I'm told when Joseph Campbell lay dying, he was in a bed in a Catholic mission in Hawaii. He'd rejected Jesus and the gospel. By the way, he'd become famous as he studied cultures and understood the stories of those cultures the world over. But he'd always been an outsider to the faith. But there on the wall where he was dying was a crucifix. He saw Jesus portrayed as crucified. He was in pain with death approaching. He found himself in the presence of the one that died that we might have life. You see, it wasn't until he saw Jesus portrayed as crucified that that the gospel made sense. And as a result, in his final hours and days, he descended into a deep peace. You know, there's a peace and joy, a freedom, that comes from looking on the crucified Christ. And this is the place where we come to see that he, that he loved me and that he gave himself for me. Then our idols lose their power and they fall away. And that's why we are staying at the cross. Let's pray. Lord God, our hearts manufacture idols. One loses its grip, and soon we've found another. In the midst of our wandering, give us a clear view of the cross of Jesus. Help us to see Jesus portrayed as crucified for us. Give us the eyes to see the height, the breadth, the width, the depth of your great love for us. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.